Hey everybody, welcome back to the Reclamation Podcast, where our goal is to help you reclaim good practices for faith and life. I'm Tony, and today is a very special episode of the podcast, because first of all, you might realize that I am not releasing this podcast on Tuesday, but instead on Friday. That's right. We're doing something brand new here at the podcast. We're, for at least a season, going to try out some shorter monologue versions of the podcast. What does that mean? It means that where I normally spend anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes interviewing a guest about whatever topic is on their heart, uh, led by the Holy Spirit, of course, you know, most of my episodes go about 40 minutes. Instead, for this particular journey, we're going to do 15 to 20 minutes, maybe even less, of kind of a a monologue version of the podcast. So we're going to talk about uh, a topic each and every week uh, uh, that helps us reclaim good practices for faith and life. And some of these things will sound uh, a little bit like sermons that I've preached before. Some of it will just be the, the kind of the the depths of my heart, just an opportunity for me to share with you. These um, podcasts will release on Friday every week, so um, they'll be there for your following week's commute if you want, or Friday morning commute, or if you're mowing the grass on the weekend. Our goal is to help give you content that will intentionally move you closer to Jesus. After all, that's the goal. We want more than anything to help push you towards Jesus. And we believe that through intentional conversation that hopefully leads us to intentional practices, we can help connect you with Christ in a new way. So we're going to try this out and we'll see how it goes. If you like it, let me know. Hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, if you share this podcast, it means the absolute world to me. Leave a rating and review wherever you listen Uh, I use Overcast, but on iTunes or Spotify, super easy to leave a rating or review. It goes a long way in making sure that other people find the podcast. And as we put out more content, uh, more people listening, that's always the goal to help share all that God is doing on this platform. So let's jump into today's topic. I've been thinking a lot about seasons Um, not just because it's baseball season, which is my favorite season of the year, by the way, but more than anything, because seasons matter, they mark time, they help us see things in a different way. Um, I'm on the eve of recording this, uh, driver's license Eve for my son, Connor, meaning that tomorrow he's going to sit down in a drive in a car, my car, actually, he doesn't have a car of his own. And he is going to take his driver's license test. And uh, hopefully he'll pass it, you know, whatever. But man, this is going to embark on a whole new season. And and it reminded me that everything has a season. So if everything has a season, then we need to be intentional about not missing it. Right? It's just a season. So don't you dare miss it. Seasons are so interesting. As adults, we have them all the time, right? We have a season where our kids are infants. We have a season where our kids are toddlers. And now I'm going to have a season, Lord help me, where my son, oldest at least, is driving. And every child is in a different season. And we have to kind of meet them in that season. But in my own life, I've had different seasons too. I've had marital seasons, right? Karen and I just celebrated 19 years of mostly marital bliss, I've had professional seasons, seasons in the local church. Now the work that I do with 
uh, spirit and truth. And I've also had spiritual seasons, seasons where I felt really connected with God, where we're vibing on all levels. And I'm like, man, I was like so great. And then I've also had seasons that felt like I was in the middle of the Sahara Desert and I didn't know what I was going to do. And I was kind of like vexed. And I bet you have had seasons too. And and I'm not really here to, to, to prove to you today the idea of seasons because all you have to do is look in the world and know that they're there. Everyone's got them. You've got them. I've got them. We've all got them. But, but what I really want to challenge us today is to think about the idea about how we look at the season of life that we're in. You can look at the season of life that you're in right now and at, kind of kind of put it in two categories. I own it. I own the season of life I'm in. I have complete control over it. Or God owns it. Meaning that this is God's season for my life. This is what God desires of me. This is what, where I am for a purpose. I think about, when I think about seasons in scripture, I, I think about Jesus in the wilderness, right? He, he was in that season. God was training him. He was equipping him. He was preparing him for what was next, but it was just a season and it was God's season for Jesus in the scripture. And of course you can't talk about seasons without thinking about Ecclesiastes, right? You've probably heard this verse before Ecclesiastes three, there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. It goes on to say a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate a time for war, and a time for peace. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 9 continues, What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Friends, if you don't intentionally surrender the season you are in, you only end up leaving God out. So again, how are you looking at the season you're in? Is it your season or is it God's season? Are you surrendering the season to God or are you taking control? Because one of the things that I know after reading these verse from Ecclesiastes is that, that the burden God has laid on human race, right? It's this burden of working in the season, and what we lack is what he talks about in verse 11, that we have not seen that everything is beautiful in its time. I also appreciate the way he, he projects the vision. He has set eternity in the human heart because no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. If you don't intentionally surrender the season you're in, you end up leaving God out. And so how we approach the season you're in, whether that's in a season of triumph or a season of wilderness, how you approach it is really a lordship issue, right? If, 
You don't get to to decode when you enter into a new season. You don't get to decide when you leave a season, when you enter a season, and you never fully know the impact of the season because, get this, you don't know what you don't know. You can't see the next season, which is why we have to, to let Jesus be Lord of our life. We have to surrender the season we're in. We have to acknowledge that this is not my season, that this is God's season, and I'm going to let God be God in this season. It means that we must fully surrender to where we are so that God can be Lord of our lives and we can be his child. Let me, let me elaborate that a little bit more because it's, it's a hard concept for me to get at times and I imagine for you as well. See, the truth is, is that if I have control of my life, if I'm holding on to my life super tight, then it's impossible for me to be obedient to the Lord. Because if I'm holding on tight, then I can't be open-handed with what the Lord desires of me. I can't listen spiritually. You know, whenever I'm recording podcasts, I always love to ask my guests, how do you hear from God? And more often than not, the answer usually comes when like I'm in the shower, I'm doing dishes. It's when you're not holding on to life too tightly, because when you hold on too tightly, you, you don't make space for God. So when we think about lordship, we think about fully surrendering so that God can tell us about the season that we're in, because we want God, we trust and believe that God knows more about the season we're in than we do. I want a God that knows more than me. Amen. I want a God that, that I can trust. I want a God that knows eternity, that is the alpha, the omega, from the beginning to the end. See, see, I think part of what messes me up a lot, and maybe it messes you up too, is that I have this really weird tendency to think that I'm in control, to think I know what's right and wrong for the situation that we're in. Not like morally right or wrong, but like situationally right or wrong. Oh man, they shouldn't do that. Or, oh man, they shouldn't do that. The truth is, is, is this is a season and it's God's season. And so your will, God's will, not my will be done. Your will, not my will be done. So what do we know about seasons? Practically, all of living creation experiences seasons. Spring, summer, fall, winter. No one is exempt from seasons. Everyone has a season. And the second thing we know is that seasons mark time. They, they're like rings in our tree, so to speak. They, they signify the beginning and the end. Right, So if all of living creation experienced seasons that no one's exempt, and the second thing, seasons mark time, well then, if you don't intentionally surrender the season you're in, you only end up leaving God out. So friends, what season are you in? Now, how are you surrendering to God? How are you giving it to the Lord so that he can be the Lord of this season, even the hard ones, especially the hard ones, but the good ones too. There are times when things are going really well for me and I don't want God to be in the center. 
because I know if God's in the center, then this season is only a season, which is true whether I want to admit it or not. So let's talk a little bit about practically about how we can surrender and how we can have a posture of surrender. So there, there's a lot of discussion about this in um, some of the circles that I hang out in. But ultimately, I believe that a posture of surrender is about opening up our lives to Christ. It's about making space. So we've got we've to make space with our hands. We have to make space with our minds. We have to make space in our heart. Hands, mind, heart, right? If we're going to surrender our life, those are the three general areas that you're kind of talking about. Hands, mind, heart. So if we're going to make space with our hands, then we can ask the question, Lord, where do you want me to serve in this season? What does serving look like? Maybe it, it looks like more in some. Maybe it looks like less in others. But where do you want me to serve? That's a great place to start when we think about surrendering, right? Where do you want me to serve? The second question we can ask God in the posture of surrender is, what do you want me to read, <laughs> right? And what, what scripture do you want me to meditate in? Maybe it's this verse in Ecclesiastes. Maybe it's Proverbs. Maybe it's Psalms. Maybe it's the Gospels. I got a real strong conviction um, last year to read the Gospels every single month. That was a, a posture of surrender. I felt like it was from the Lord. So, so ask God, what do you want me to read? What do you have in mind for me? And maybe you're not a reader, so maybe it's podcasts. Maybe it's, uh, you know, The Chosen or one of those other video series. Maybe it's, you know, The Bible Project is a great one. What do you have for me with my mind, Lord? What do you want me to learn? And then the third posture of surrender after the hands and after the mind is most definitely the heart. Most definitely the heart. And the heart is the hardest one for me. I, I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, it's it's like, oh, it's just so hard because my heart has a lot of opinions. And so creating space in your heart is literally creating space for Jesus. In the morning for me, I go out on my back patio and I try to create some space and I sit in silence and sometimes that silence looks like two minutes and sometimes it looks like 10 minutes and sometimes it's not really silent at all. But ultimately what I'm trying to do is create space for the relationship. Sometimes it's prayer. Sometimes it's extra worship. The other day I found myself watching more worship online after going to church and I just needed to create some space for the Lord there in a different and unique way. If you don't intentionally surrender the season you're in, you only end up leaving God out. If you don't intentionally surrender the season you are in, you only end up leaving God out. And if you want to surrender, you have to make space with your hands. You have to make space for your mind. And you certainly have to make space for your heart. Hands, mind, heart. Jesus wants to be Lord of all of it. Guys, I hope this uh, thought process is helpful for you today. Our first ever kind of extra bonus episode. It's not really a bonus episode because we're going to do it for a season. We'll see how it goes. I'm committing to it for at least over the summer. We'll be putting out two episodes a week. 
As a reminder, the Reclamation Podcast is part of the Spirit and Truth Podcast Network. One of the best ways that you can support us is subscribe to the other shows on the podcast and maybe even consider praying about giving to the Spirit and Truth Ministries. Go to spiritandtruth.life slash give and become a regular supporter. Thank you guys so much. Be sure to leave a rating or review. Let me know what you think about this format. We're toying with it. We're playing with it. We're seeing how it goes. I appreciate each and every one of you. I'm thankful to be on this journey with you. And remember, if you want to follow Jesus, you must be willing to move.